Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 245. Should you take tennis lessons from a side hustle tennis pro? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz from BackhandCity.com. Well, check out my Accelerator Tennis System. It's a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. I discover it from years of teaching beginners how to play tennis. And over time, I ended up formulating this system almost by accident. And then I started inserting it in different level tennis players, from the total neophyte to the lapsed player who was looking to get back into the game. And then finally, the frustrated player that kept hitting the glass ceiling. So if you're one of those types of players, check out my Accelerator Tennis System. It's a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. Well, today's topic, should you take tennis lessons from a side hustle tennis pro? Now, you know me, I believe in the free marketplace. So we're going to go through your options. And of course, this is just to give you perspective and educational perspective. So when you hire a tennis pro, the more information you have about he or she, the better your experience. But as anything, if you're feeling good and you have a good rapport with your pro, that's the most important thing. The first type of, type of tennis pro that you might run into is a certified tennis pro. So I'm going to kind of go in the hierarchy here from kind of competency. The people that have studied the most, invested the most in themselves, and of course that's going to be certified tennis pros. Now you probably don't even know to ask if someone has gone through certification, but there's two in particular. You get the USPTA certification or the PTR certification. One's based here in Orlando, Florida, and the other one's based in Hilton Head, South Carolina. So uh, candidates I've gone through, you have to go through a training program. There's a written test, a performance test. There's an on-court clinic test. There's a private lesson test. Uh, there's an oral test, written test, but you get the idea. Um, and it's become a lot more difficult than when I took it over the years. And the second type of pro you'll meet is someone who's a developmental pro. And this is what I'm getting to now. There's more hours required to become certified. So you'll get a lot of especially pros who are on the pathway and they're building up their hours on the job while they're taking the courses and checking the boxes to get to certification. Uh, that's kind of a new development as the industry has tied, tried to uh, tighten the procedures to become a certified tennis professional. Uh, the next type of pro is a part-time pro. You'll probably see a lot of pros like this on marketplaces. If you've ever run into any of those marketplaces where you, they find a pro for you, a lot of those guys are side hustle pros. They don't necessarily do it full-time. It doesn't necessarily mean they're bad pros. I'm just making a sweeping generalization. Uh, a lot of them, I know some pros when they would move 
from city to city. I had a friend who got married and moved from Arizona to Washington, D.C. It was very effective lead generation for him because he was new in town and he just wanted to just start working immediately before he found a job. So he was able to find some side hustles using some of these marketplace sites that you might find on Google. And then finally, you've got the rogue pro. This is somebody who has no business whatsoever teaching you tennis. They might want to sell you a package or they might just have some outrageous theories. Typically, these rogue pros do a lot of talking. They don't shut up. They've got a lot of weird buzzwords. And I think what ends up happening is frustrating for me is I think there's just a fair amount of them. And there's so many, it takes a while for the consumer to figure out that they're with a rogue pro. And typically what happens is they have to take three, four, five, six lessons. They're not getting better. And they're like, this guy sucks. And it's typically guys. It's not chicks. It's typically guys. I mean, it's easy to say that because this industry is probably 80 to 85% male driven. So take a look at your pro. If you're having a great time, fine. But I just think the more information you have about your pro, the better. And of course, you can just always ask them questions. You can ask them if they're certified. Now you know what to ask. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to log on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with a fresh episode. And if you're jonesing to play tennis, join my COVID-19 court reopening newsletter. Courts are opening up depending what part of the country you're in. And I've got the newsletter to let you know what tennis courts are open near you. Log on to the link in the show notes to join the COVID-19 tennis court reopening newsletter. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove. I believe it was inevitable. That's when push comes to shove. Could this be the one that got away? I get the message, guess I knew it all along.